around the Department of Defense. This is your daily news brief. Working together in the Indo-Pacific, I'm Mark Weeks. Defense Secretary Mark Esper met with the Australian Defense Minister at the Pentagon this week to discuss their cooperation in the Indo-Pacific region. As you know, our priority theater is the Indo-Pacific, and Australia and the United States uh, share many, many decades of mateship together. We have shared values, shared interests, and frankly, shared approaches to so many of the challenges we face around the world. Secretary Esper said one of the biggest challenges he faces is implementing the national defense strategy, which emphasizes the Indo-Pacific region as being of principal concern. In order to implement that, I need to engage more. I need to redeploy forces to the area. I need to be more present in the region as well. So the line of effort number two, as we like to say in our strategy, is uh, to grow more partners and to strengthen our alliances. And this is a critical alliance to us. And so the more we can do that with other countries from the region, all the better for both of us. The director of the Defense Department's Protecting Critical Technology Task Force said that the loss of technology to strategic competitors has a direct effect on the military's lethality. Air Force Major General Thomas Murphy also said technology transfers have been enabled by a lack of U.S. attention to stopping them. Murphy said China in particular has a national strategy for acquiring critical U.S. technologies through legal and illegal methods. He said they are pretty good about it and are unrelenting in hacking our business, both big and small. Murphy said those who develop and handle defense technology must ensure the systems that process information related to that technology are protected from intrusion by adversaries. The general said the DOD must ensure industry and academia do a better job of knowing who is working with critical defense technology and where that person's allegiance lies. The U.S. Strategic Command completed Global Thunder 20 this week after nearly two weeks of intense simulations and training. Throughout the exercise, STRATCOM continued to fulfill its 24-7 global responsibilities, including strategic deterrence, nuclear operations, space operations, joint electromagnetic spectrum operations, global strike, missile defense, and analysis and targeting. This year's exercise, which included a bomber task force mission in Europe, focused on joint operations, command and control objectives, and nuclear force readiness. That's your DoD News Brief. I'm Mark Weeks. You can find more stories about your military at defense.gov and by using hashtag KnowYourMill.